You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most confident version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers, and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go. What's going on, Girls Mentorship family? Welcome Hello, back everyone. to the podcast, What's the Lesson? Jill, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Oh, good. I am. I'm Same. doing really well. How are you? I'm also doing pretty fantastic. Um, we're sitting across the screen from, gosh, when did we even meet you? Was it Event Love? It was event love, yeah. So yeah, I saw this picture of you two hugging me that I just absolutely <laughs> love. Oh, so we're sitting across the screen from the one and only Allie Lindstrom, and we, like many of our other guests, you guys, there's a centralized theme here, and it it comes from putting ourselves in the room of personal growth and development. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if you're sick of hearing me say that. I guess maybe find a new podcast if that <laughs> is the case, but. So many of our greatest relationships have come from being in rooms that stretch us, rooms that make us uncomfortable, rooms that pull us out of that comfort zone and make us grow. And I just, we can't be more thankful for those opportunities and taking advantage of those chances to be in those rooms because we walk away with relationships like Allie. Mm -hmm. So hello, Allie. Hello. <laughs> How Thank are you? For having you? Me here. Oh I'm my amazing. gosh. amazing. What a beautiful day it is today. So, it is. so happy. Oh, we're, we're thrilled to have you. And honestly, I was thinking back to the year of event love. Was that 2020? Was it 2019? No, oh, it was 2020. No. We kicked right off 2020 yeah, with um, a bang. I think all of us, there were like 60 of us in that room. So for those mm -hmm. of you listening who have no idea what event love is, it was a new age, um, how to throw an event. Jack Canfield was the only one who really, I feel mm -hmm. like trained on how to throw live events. Mm -hmm. Um, so our other dear friends, Lindsay and Lori, uh, got together and hosted an event called event love. And it brought together about 60 women who had an interest in throwing events, which was very serendipitous for 2020, because as yes. we all know, <laughs> no, that's what happened. Live events <laughs> took a nosedive. <laughs> but what was cool about that event was, so it was a five day event, which Mary and I were volunteers. We mm -hmm. got asked to volunteer because truly at that time in both of our lives, girls mentorship wasn't even an idea, wasn't even a thought. Mary and I were friends, but we knew we wanted to be a part of that room because of the caliber of women who were amongst our company. We were like, yes, oh my gosh, this sounds fantastic. You being one of those women. But when you spend five days with the same women, 
A, I was exhausted, but B, I walked away feeling like, wow, these are the type of women that I want to spend time with. These are the type of women that I want to support. Even at the time, we didn't have a business. We did come up with the name of this podcast there, though. We did. We did? did. Yeah. Do you remember when you guys had to do your two-minute, like, talks and Cindy and Lori wanted you guys to, like, present a lesson, whatever it was that you were going to talk about, pull a lesson out of it. So on our breaks, Jill and I would go outside and we would – Make a lesson we out would, of anything. We, we were like, practice. "Oh, that you guys, that I bird, that. <laughs> that bird pooped on that car. What's the lesson here? Don't park under the tree." <laughs> that is hilarious. That I is know. hilarious. You know, that is so funny too because so many times since then, I've thought, if I had two minutes to talk about this, how would I frame it? First of all, that is so funny. Everything now is like, how would I a do two this minute a two-minute talk? talk? <laughs> how do I get it in, get it out, let's go, what's the point? That is fantastic. Yeah. Um, will you just share with our audience, I would say who you are and who you are for the world, but why were you at Event Love? What were you, what was your draw to be at that space? Because obviously that space was created so you could create space for others. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so funny that you said you went there to be in a caliber of, of women that just really stretched you and um, that made you uncomfortable in a really good way. I remember driving to event love, like in tears thinking, why am I going to this? This is so ridiculous. I cannot believe that I've done this. I'm not going to be long here. Like oh, the whole imposter yeah. gremlin screaming in my ears the entire time. And then um, it was just life-changing so many relationships came from that um including you two changing it was life-changing it truly was the reason that i went is i had the year before uh started going to women's empowerment events i've been in network marketing and multi-level marketing for quite a while so going to events that entailed personal growth and training that was something that was not new to me but to go out of my conference or to go out of my company and be with women um from all different aspects of life, doing different things, but taking that energy and, and using it to help rise, you know, raise each other up together. That, that was new for me. And so the year before I had decided that I wanted to, I wanted to experience that. I'd been thinking about it uh, with pays to be brave for a couple of years. So in mm-hmm. one day I enrolled with pays to be brave. <laughs> and then I enrolled to go to powerhouse women. Lindsay and I were already friends through the company that I was with at the time. And, um, I went to both of those and I was just like, I want to do this. I want to, I'm very social as you two probably know. I like to, <laughs> No, I really like to dress in costume and have costume parties, but <laughs> you, you do. I think you we do. need to come to one of your costume I parties. Know. I would love they to have you. So fun. They're incredibly fun. They're incredibly fun. So yeah, I just really love bringing to people together. I'm incredibly um, extroverted and, and like the two of you, I really love to, to cheer people on and help them see how strong and, and powerful they really are inside. And so I was just like, after going to those two events, I'm like, I want to learn how to do this for myself. Um, I wanted to start speaking and within my other company, I was never, I was never asked to speak, even though I was, you know, growing and, and very successful. And, um, I just remember listening to Lori Harder's podcast where she said, um, make your own platform. And I'm like, I'm going to go to event love. I'm going to learn how to make my own platform. I'm going to bring people together. Um, and even at the time, I don't think I even knew that I wanted to focus on working with moms that became more apparent to me when I was in that room that week. Oh my gosh, really? 
Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Cool. That takeaways. is really cool because I always thought that that was your niche. I always thought that I knew you came from the world of network network marketing, but I thought mm -hmm. from you working in that industry, you realized kind of your passion for moms and that I had no idea that that really was kind of the catalyst. Solidified. Yeah. To you working it really moms. was. Um, it, it ended up making sense, but it was almost like you have to pick a niche. Okay. I pick moms. I mean, when yeah. I, in my, <laughs> I'm a mom, I'm a mom. I work mostly with moms. It just, it, it made sense. But I think when I was there, I realized there really is, there really was a gap. There really was a gap in um, support for women entrepreneurs who had families and had to, and, you know, and we're navigating that sense of being pulled in different directions and having those big dreams and then questioning, is it okay for me to really think I, I should have more that I want to be more, you know, the, the guilt and the shame that can get wrapped up in that because of what society tells us we should want as women and as moms. I think that gap became, became apparent after, after I said, okay, moms. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, yeah. I, I'm sitting here being like, yes, because I'm a mom and I want more. And I, I have all of those feelings mm -hmm. every single day. I'm, I'm battling. I love that you called it the gremlin, that inner voice of telling you you're not good enough. You don't deserve this. You should play small. You mom have, guilt, you guilt, have other guilt. things that you should mom take guilt. that takes priority. So mm -hmm. the fact that you realize that and created your own platform, what specifically do you do with moms? Is it moms in business? Is it is it that inner work? I know, I know that your experience has really led you to this position, but what do you mm -hmm. focus on in your business? It really is a blend. If you were following my Instagram, I'm very business oriented in, in my content because most moms that have a business are looking for someone to build their business, but it's not just strategy that helps you to be successful. We tend to think if I just had a plan in place, if I just had the three easy steps, if I just had the strategy, then I could be successful. You <laughs> totally. can have the best strategy in the world. And if you're not aligned with your core values, and if you're not mm. aware of your core motivating energy, and that's where my specialty is in, then that strategy is never going to work for you the way that it's intended to strategy should be customized to you and 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 that energy in which you resonate when you're when you're putting that strategy forth is going to either attract neutralize or repel the people that you want to work with it's going to either expand you in your business or it's going to keep you stuck thinking i'm doing all the things why is this not working and so when we when i do work with moms there's a lot of inner work that that takes place i love that and you call that your core energy Core energy, energy motivation, motivation is what I call motivation. it. Motivation. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, when you were explaining that, because Mary and I, similarly to our girls, kind of identify doing versus being. Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can be the doer, especially mm -hmm. if girls are on a sports team. They want to, they want to, <clears throat> you know, play soccer and be the best soccer player. But who are you being? you know, as a teammate, who are you being to your coach? Who are you being yeah. as a student, as a student in order to earn the right to play? Um, so often they have a to-do list to check off and it's like, I got A's, check. Yep. I yes. made the varsity soccer team, check. And it's like, but are you just a soccer player? Who are you on the way to those goals? Mm -hmm. It's like yes. doing versus being. Um, so I see under that, 
that this core motivation takes what you um, describe as self-awareness, taking ownership and releasing judgment. Two of yes. two big things that we hit on as well. So it's cool to almost see that the way we coach our girls, self-awareness is huge. Mm -hmm. Personal responsibility mm -hmm. is almost second to none. Um, that we get to train them up and as they spread their wings, they could go to someone like you at the next level who's prepared to take them on, which is cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. My certification, I, I'm a professionally certified coach. And so when um, I decided I wanted to start coaching, I think at the time, um, I just really wanted to, you know, life coach anybody, but that's such a general term. But at the, at the basis of everything, all of us are resonating at one of, well, on the philosophy that I was taught in one of seven levels of energy. And so, and that's not, that doesn't just show up in you know, with the girls in sports or with the women that I work with in their business. It's, it's in every realm of our life and it all spills into the other, right? So um, it's just such a beautiful freedom that you get mm -hmm. with that, with that, uh, with that ownership. So it, oh. it can sometimes feel scary to take ownership, but man, it is actually the most freeing thing ever. Very liberating. I love that. And I just read something I don't know, you know, on Instagram when you, when so, it's like the new moon and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm like feeling this energy vibe <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because I read a quote tile. So I read something the other day and it said um, something along the lines around in this new moon um, to not feel like to be okay being selfish, but mm. kind of reframing the word selfish to self full. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ooh, self-full. And for me being a mom, what does that look like for me to be filled up? And wow. when my cup is full, I am a better OMG, just fill in the blank. I'm better yes. at just life. All the things, so, yeah. Um, I really want to take, I want to adopt that this year in 2022 around like, okay, it's not about being selfish. Um, cause you know, what was that? It's like self our self care is not selfish and it's, it's not, but I'm like, how do I be self full? How do I fill myself up so much that I I'm like, I'm just, it's just oozing out of me, mm -hmm. but that takes investing in myself that mm -hmm. takes boundaries that takes me knowing myself to the point where I can truly kind of craft a life that I want to be free, to be free Absolutely. of the shame and the guilt. And it doesn't mean that I have to go on these lavish, amazing trips. <laughs> that would be cool too. Though but free I from my mind, yeah. right? Though I don't yes. hate, that. Yes. Though I don't hate yes. that, but it's like free from the fear and the judgment and all of that. And so the expectations that other people put on you, yeah, which obviously doesn't just happen as a mom. That's why we do the work that we do Absolutely. because girls get caught up in this image of what society expects of them mm -hmm. way earlier than prior to becoming a mom. Yeah. The super cool thing to that is having those tools of, of self-awareness is, and I, I don't know how this is going to come out because when I first heard this statement, I'm like, I don't understand that, but it's like <laughs> watching, but it's truly how it is. It's like watching your life as an observer, right? Because there's no judgment and you can stop and take a look at all the mm -hmm. influences and all of the stories that are happening and step back from it and say, wait, is this what I would choose for this character? Character being you, right? And and be able to 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 see what what's influencing you at, at each moment, 
step back objectively without judgment towards yourself or anybody else and being, being able to choose where you want to, the story that you want to write, the decision that you want to make next, the, the direction that you want to take just back to the word liberating. It's so, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that it's the self-awareness piece. Having the self-awareness to step back to objectively mm-hmm. look at your life mm-hmm. and to ask yourself better questions. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like a lot of the time we just don't we're not taught to ask inquisitive questions of ourselves or others. So, we really just walk through this life with our blinders on and our head yes. down doing the same thing over and over and over again before one day we snap out of it and we're like, "Oh my god, I've I'm been becoming doing this my same- mother." <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh no. Um, but it, it's it's really the quality of being able to ask ourselves those questions. What yeah. you just said, like, is this the best case scenario for this character? And the character plot twist is you. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> so it's like instead of being fearful of that happening, saying, Oh my God, I'm becoming my mother. How do we get excited around that? Because mm-hmm. I look at you, Allie, and you have three girls. Um, I believe two 19-year-old twins, and yes. another one of your daughters has a birthday today, today the day we're recording yes. this. Is yeah, she yes. 15 or 14? She's 15. 15. Mm-hmm. Holy moly. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you get your girls to look at you and say, oh my God, yes, I'm turning into my mom. She's amazing. I love her, Aww. her energy. Um, and I see that from from my perspective as the work yeah. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they want to become you? I think it's exactly what you just said. It's being able to have those conversations. So having the conversation with myself, yes. But I think because of what I, the conversation I have with myself, I'm, I'm also having this conversation providing a safe space for my daughters as well. And so is it always received? Well, no. <laughs> Mom, so why are you asking me no. these questions? I don't understand. Mom. Right? <laughs> but I will Mom. say as they've gotten older than 19-year-olds, um, Gosh, we just went to Rocky Point for Christmas and the conversations that we had in the car. And then Kinsley, one of the twins asked me, mom, you know, is this like riding in a car with two replicates of you, like two mini you's? And I'm like, yeah, we're having, I don't know. It's hard to explain, (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) But to see, I think one of the things I am proud of as a mom is that, I mean, obviously they still make mistakes and I still make mistakes but they see me take accountability for my mistakes. They see me put um, priority into being selfful, which would include learning from my mistakes, working through my emotions, healing, making my goals and dreams a priority. One of the things that I know that they are, I shouldn't say I know it, but it doesn't look like they are going to do is that thing that Midwestern (laughs) women do did growing up because I grew up in the Midwest and we're like, okay, check the society boxes, high school, check, college, check, married, check, kids, check. And you rush, 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 rush to do these things. And then, um, for other women that are like me, I'm, you know, got three kids under five one day and I'm in my thirties and I'm like, who am I? Mm -hmm. This, I don't even feel like myself anymore. Yeah. What am I good at? I'm not all these things that I thought I was. I don't even feel like I am the same person and I don't like it. And I feel lost. They are learning. And even my 15 year old, she asked me yesterday, what's your favorite thing about each of the girls? And she said, what's your favorite thing about me? And I said, you already know who you are. And I love that about you. You're so strong and, and so independent and just know where you're going and who you want to be. 
And obviously she's going to go through some of those different existential things that we all do, but they are going to make themselves and their vision for their lives a priority rather than fitting into some mold that society has told them that they should follow. Well, and kudos to you, mama, because you are the one who showed them that example. You are the one who led them to knowing that that's a possibility for their life rather than fitting into that mold. I agree. I'm sitting over here being like, wow, this is such a, it's beautiful to see other women obviously be up to really cool things, but also turn around and show their kids that it's okay to fail. It's okay to succeed. It's okay to dream. I tell Mary all the time that when I choose, because I'm choosing this, when I choose skipping a football game to go and have these type of conversations with our girls and families, it's because I want my kids to remember that I'm so much more than mom. I'm inspiring and and I'm cool and I'm doing really big things in the world in addition to me being mom. And that, mm-hmm. like sometimes you're gonna have to make those sacrifices. And that's where that conversation of, of freedom comes in, of not feeling guilty. Like I've disassociated myself from feeling a certain way. And there are times and moments that it, it creeps back in, don't get me wrong. but. Oh my gosh, I I just admire you know more mothers who are doing this because truly we need good people in the world. We need to be doing cool things in this world at our age, but also turning around and and leading the next generation to show them what's possible. Mm-hmm. And to your point, Ali, when a girl, your daughter, whomever else is 15 and can know who she is mm-hmm. to say, you know what, I'm not going to actually go down the traditional path of college. I, I'm, I'm actually an artist and I want to really pursue this and I'm going to jump on TikTok and who knows in a year, like now she's going and designing people's homes and starting this really like we have no idea what could be possible. But the more that we can channel who people are, girls especially, Mm -hmm. our children especially, that's where I feel really confident in the next generation coming Mm -hmm. up behind us. So, oh, good job, mama. I am. Thank you. (laughs) I'm, I'm over here being like, how do we create more? How do we create more moms to feel like this? Um, And I know that's the work that you're in. And Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not specifically moms in business, but Mary and I are also impacting families as well. Families that were like, oh, you've never been a part of conversations like this? How to communicate? Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> like we thought everybody is. And we're learning quickly that not everybody no. has had the opportunity to do, to invest in themselves. Yeah. So to Jill's point, um, what can we do to get more moms to feel like this? A, mm-hmm. you could work with Allie. B, <laughs> you could work with Allie and Kara. Um, Kara is your business bestie who yes. we also had the pleasure of Getting I to met know. Kara before Event Love, but she also attended Event Love because you and, both And that's where I met gift. her. Yeah. See, get in the room, oh people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I thought you guys were friends before. This, mm-hmm. this is great. We're just discovering all this. All this <laughs> Get in the room, podcast. people. Um, Get in the room. You both have such a gift in your ways of working with people. Um, and our paths 
go figure have crossed again in this realm because Jill and I are starting to host live events ourselves in in the way of workshops. We want girls um, to be able to focus on things very specifically uh, given popular trends that are going on in the world today, um, which is a lack of self-confidence, which is a lack of self-esteem, which is a lack of self-awareness and all the things obviously that we've infused into our business. But you and Kara are doing something similar this month as well. Um, We have a vision and goals workshop planned for our girls, um, really anywhere from the ages of nine to 18, where we get to have a cool conversation um, around vision and what that means, creating your life, not allowing society Mm -hmm. to dictate that for you, right? Mm Because if you don't create it for yourself, you will fall in line with what other people expect of you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're doing that on Sunday the 16th, but you and Kara are doing something for moms that is similar the day before. So will you get into explaining how that came to be and what that day will entail? Yes. Well, Kara and I have been wanting to do something together for a very long time because we both uh, we both do inner work. We both do energy work, but in very different ways, but in ways that complement one another, like I said, and energy is a huge buzzword right now. So it's, you know, when people hear that, that hits them different ways. And I think that's why it's great that, that we can use our two different perspectives on energy and, and really help while well, I'm marketing, of course, towards moms, women, our, our retreat is for women. Um, but really important thing for moms to, to be there, to put that time and that investment into themselves not just for themselves, but for their families, for their children. And so it's from nine to three on Saturday, January 15th. And uh, it's going to be such a beautiful, well, literally a beautiful space because it's at Biophilia in downtown Phoenix. And this place is just like beautiful plants. It's just beautiful boho vibe, but perfect, I think, also for growth and for expanding. And together, Karen and I are going to provide a really safe space where, yes, there will be intention and vision planning and learn my net, my my exact framework for being able to reverse engineer that so that you always know the next right step to go to where you want to be, who you want to become this year in 2022. So we're doing like mapping out the first three months, but you can use this over and over again throughout the rest of your life, quite honestly. But again, like I said earlier, the best strategy is not going to work without that inner piece, without that Mm -hmm. self-awareness piece. So people who are coming are also going to walk away with my Gale framework tools. So those are the tools that I specifically teach to help people work through their gremlins, their assumptions, interpretations, limiting beliefs, all of those things going on in our heads that get us to doubt ourselves and keep us stuck and repeating the same pattern. So that if in the past they've, you know, found themselves like, oh, I never really follow through with this. I get started with things and I don't finish, or I'm just too scared to take this action, but it won't stop getting out of my head. That's not going to be an issue in 2022. You'll know how to take that confident, messy as it is action and really create the life that you want. And then also having that, that deep trust and connection to your inner body wisdom so that you, you learn to trust that you want. It's so easy to get swept up, as you said, and what society tells us we should want, we should do deep inside. When you feel that restlessness, that is your body telling you that there is something different for you. Sometimes it might not be restlessness. It might be anxiety, the pit in your stomach. You're like, I know this is wrong, but I, I can't help it. And that's when the guilt starts to come up. You're going to learn how to connect to yourself so that you trust yourself. And the rest of those influences that would keep you back become white noise. 
And this Amen. year, yes, yes, this year is going to be, it's go. I, I just feel it in my, like my heart, 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 a powerful, powerful year for, oh. for women, especially. I agree. I have goosebumps. Oh, <laughs> I so yes. agree. There's a, we're a standing ovation over here. <laughs> and, and like the two of you, we want to lay that foundation of support in a safe space for, for women and especially for moms. Oh, well, why we were so attracted to this event is because we hear it all the time from our our parents. Parents are like, so when are you guys going to do something like what you're hosting for our daughters, but for us? And well, <laughs> and even in our one on one sessions, um, depending on the age of the girl, we have the mom sit in. We think it's beneficial for multiple reasons. If we've got like an eight or nine year old so the mom can absorb the lessons that we're teaching, mm -hmm. that way she can facilitate that same conversation at home. But so much of the time, um, the moms will come back to us or email us or text us later and be like, I appreciate you guys having this conversation so much, not just for my girls, but I've never heard it that way. Mm -hmm. Or these, these are things that I'm not even doing for myself. Mm -hmm. And it feels like a really big light bulb moment. And like Jill said earlier, because we're so immersed in this world, because we've made a promise to ourselves to continue to personally grow ourselves, develop ourselves, develop ourselves we're saturated and we feel like everyone else is doing the work as well. But realistically, it's a very small percentage of this world that cares enough about themselves because mm -hmm. it's scary. It can be really scary to look in that mirror, hold yourself close to the fire mm -hmm. in order to grow. Um, it's a very small percentage. So when we hear that, it's like a light bulb moment for us mm -hmm. and like, mm -hmm. well, do we create something? <laughs> Who do we know that's created something? And bam, in walks Allie and Kara. <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, I was so excited. The are all singing. <laughs> yes. Right. So obviously, um, we want to help support and promote your event because it behooves us. We teach social emotional learning. So I like to call that street smarts, your EQ, your um, your people meter. We have book smarts. We have street smarts. If we can combine the two of them, I feel like we're a very well-rounded individual. Absolutely. Um, so we talk about social emotional learning as a community affair, if we can help raise our youth up to be people who can do the critical thinking, who can be effective communicators, who can be team players, then our society as a whole benefits. Mm -hmm. People who are looking to hire, I mean, there's it's the whole infrastructure of our country is dependent on the way that people show up. And if we can show up in a way that's more self-aware, if we can show up in a way that takes more personal responsibility for our actions, then we're not projecting all over people. Oh, we're exactly. Not, we're not holding our expectations to someone else, expecting them to meet them. And it's mm -hmm. like, if we can start that work at the ages that we're starting in it, mm -hmm. and then women can come to you and Kara and be equipped already just to build on that foundation, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's the greatest. And it's so much more, it's so much more beyond for, for, for the moms that are listening. It's so much more than just for you, which you're saying that too, Mary, but our kids, and we already know this, our kids, they hear what I say, what we say, but they mirror and grow into what we do, right? That's really what they're going to repeat. They're going to repeat the patterns that we repeat for ourselves. And so that investment in yourself is going to change the way you feel for this entire year, but it's going to, and beyond, but it's also going to change the way your daughter 
sees the world around her. Absolutely. Well, it's and like I get permission. Slip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just think of like the caliber of conversation you can have at home. Mm-hmm. A lot of times parents are like, well, we just don't even know where to start. Yeah. We don't even know what type of conversations to really have. But I feel like if the parent, the mom, the woman puts herself in the room to go through it herself, she mm-hmm. then can turn around to your point mm-hmm. and 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 say like okay now i can have these conversations because i've done the work yeah i've walked in the fire before mm-hmm. so i'm excited to also see the the mom daughter relationship elevate because they're mm-hmm. having more thoughtful conversations and meaningful yeah. conversations because they're both in the work yeah it's yeah. not the finger pointing where it's like well you suck and you suck and it's like well <laughs> you know let's yeah. work on it together <laughs> exactly <laughs> totally um okay so where can we find tickets where 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 can we direct our listeners if they're interested to check out more information yes yeah, so the best place to find us is on instagram and so you can go to my Instagram, which is at Allie, A-L-L-Y underscore Lindstrom, L-I-N-D-S-T-R-O-M. And I'm sure you'll tag me in this too. Um, oh, we'll have them in the show notes for I sure. I know, in the show notes. Yes. So go to Allie, Allie Lindstrom and um, right there in my, in my bio is my link tree. And that's where you can get tickets to this um, event uh, rather. And we even have a payment plan too, if that's something that, that works well for you. However, we also have a special, we have a, like just this really great collaboration rate for, um, for women who are for moms who have girls that are going to your vision and planning workshop too. Yes. Love it. So So if you, if you buy a ticket to your event and you have a daughter that you want to bring to our event, we're offering 10% off. So buy a ticket to our event, you get 10% off to Allie and Kara's event. Buy a ticket to Allie and Kara's event, you'll get 10% off of ours. Yes. Yes. Oh, Allie. So obviously the name of our podcast is What's the Lesson? And you wrote something in your notes um, that we sent you prior to this Mm. about being a girl in high school and being cornered by Mm. um, some other girls in high school. I want to hear about a brief synopsis of that story and the lesson that that's taught you over a lifetime. Oh, gosh. So this is in eighth grade. I went to a very small school. Let's see how short I can make this. But um, so when I say I knew everybody, like I literally knew everybody. So when I say all the girls came into the bathroom, all the girls came into the bathroom. All five of them. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably 20 some girls um, came into the bathroom and cornered me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, 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 anyway, and said, we, Allie, we don't want to beat her on the bush anymore. We hate you. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And they wrote a contract where everybody signed the contract and said that they would hate me until I died. And I just remember like, okay, wow. And the funny thing was, is like in that, in my little, my little rural school, I was never a popular girl. And I remember just looking at what do the popular girls do and how do I emulate that so that people will like me. And I was acting like these popular girls thinking that that was cool, which of course we all know, isn't always really very nice. Mm-hmm. Then that became, you know, me, the cheerleading team, all those things. Then that became threatening to those popular girls. And, you know, they wanted to keep me in my place, you know, looking back. 
And so for a few months after that, I only had one friend and this was this other girl who had moved in from the city that, you know, she wore hair too big and she wore too much makeup and she was too rock star. And she was the only person that would, that would, you know, hang out with me. And so we became very good friends and it was hard for, I would only say a few days after that. And then suddenly it became really freeing because I'm like, I don't have to be like these people. I can be whoever I want to be. And who cares? They're going to, they're going to run away anyway. So why am I trying to fit into this mold of who, who they say somebody cool is? Yeah. Yeah. This group of girls who doesn't like me. They don't like me anyway. And it became a really fun thing to like go and sit at tables and have people get afraid and get up and run off. And I'm like, (laughs) cool. I wanted to sit at this table anyway. And I, I just ended up getting, becoming really confident to where if somebody had an opinion about me, I really didn't give a shit anymore because I liked who I was. I let it roll. And so that's really been a guiding, a guiding thing for me. Cause I, I was just became so much happier with myself when I wasn't trying to uh, be like other people. The chameleon. Wow. What a a beautiful way to spin it. I mean, obviously that could, could have been taken multiple ways. Oh, so much. So easily. Yeah. This is, this is why we do the work that we do because (laughs) we have this notion that girls are really hard to be friends with and Mm -hmm. it's based on things that happened like that. Mm -hmm. We all Mm -hmm. have experiences with girls that feel icky, that feel like they were shady and catty and backstabbing and talking behind our back. And it's like, man, that's the vibration that we want to raise. So mm-hmm. kudos to you for taking it and letting it fuel you as opposed to burn you down. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Because and now look at you. <laughs> right. Now you like are such a stand for women and that probably the, the, the mess is now your message. So it's really cool that you I'm sure you've probably shared that with your daughters. You've probably oh. shared that with multiple people. And, um, yes, yes. And, and the fact that that could have totally altered your purpose in life actually, you know, became your testimony and it's really beautiful. So yeah. what a powerful lesson for us listening, but also just for everyone you interact with. Yeah. Everyone you interact with. It's like, okay, how can I co- always be myself? I'm sure you know, you going into event love, it was like, just be me. You're, you're freaking yeah. out in the moment. And you're like, I mean, I'm not going like to tell you, I'm, I, I'm a, I'm still a human after that where I still, you know, sometimes I worry like, will somebody like me or, but I don't think to the extent that that holds me back. And I right. recognize the vibe of that lower vibe of criticizing and gossiping for connection. And that's something that when I see that in a person, I'm like, okay, we're just going to set a boundary here. (laughs) And I, and I love that. I know that now. Mm -hmm, Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You get to change the energy of the room. If you Mm -hmm. can feel that it's like low vibe Mm -hmm. word, it's like, I'm not going to go down there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay up here and just stay away from that person that just, it has that bad juju. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's the permission slip again. It gives other people the permission to rise to the occasion as opposed to falling. Absolutely. So yeah. Well, Allie, thank you. Seriously. Thank you. You are such a bright light. Your daughters are so incredibly lucky to have you as their mama. And we're so excited to have this incredible weekend in January. You're you guys really kicking it off in on January 15th and us kind of rounding it out on the 16th. But 
thank you for uh, creating such a beautiful space. And I'm excited to see what women walk away with. Oh, Just yes. being in your presence with you and Kara, it's going to be such a beautiful, beautiful event. Thank so thank you. you. So much. Um, and we will, we'll catch you. We'll, we'll, we'll chat with you later, but everybody else tuning in, we will talk to you on the next episode. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you're looking for more, head over to girlsmentorship.com slash WTL for the show notes. And if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, by sharing this episode with a friend or on your social media. Two, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review. And three, by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas, we ask questions. So if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the better you do. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.